Let the chaos reign. Chaos reign presents. What's the future of modern woman in the 21st century? With special guest Letitia Underwood. Broadcast July the 23rd, 2021. Enjoy.
views expressed on Talk Real Solutions hosted by Tyrone Thompson at TalkRealSolutions.com are the views of Tyrone Thompson and do not reflect the views of TalkRealSolutions.com, YouTube, or etc. The content here belongs to Talk Real Solutions and its many contributors. Views and opinions expressed by all contributors belong to them and not TalkRealSolutions.com or Tyrone Thompson, the host, or etc. All data and information provided on the site is for informational purposes only. Talk Real Solutions makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, correctness, suitability, or validity of any information on this site and will not be liable for any errors, omissions, or delays in this information or any losses, injuries, or damages arising from its display or use. All information is provided on an as-is basis. In a world where there's crime, corruption, murder, violence, rape, theft, and all forms of atrocities that plague the world in which we live in today, what you're witnessing, we are living in a state of chaos. Now, take a more greater or extreme chaos to restore the order in which the world we live in today. Good evening, my people. Good evening, good evening. This is chaos reign here and I'm back here right at again with a nice and wonderful um, podcast slash stream and this is something for the ages this is something that you know we should have this conversation but before I give you the title for today's stream I would love everybody to go to talk real solutions the website especially and under TalkRealSolutions.com, you will see the three-point plan for Black Empowerment, Black Achievement. Also on the website, you will find the list of Black-owned banks um, near a city near you. And like always, like Tyrone Thompson always states from the last seven years, it would be wise in, for you to try to start your own business if you can't. No, it's not a requirement. No one's pressing you or pressuring anybody to do so. But in the times where we're living more of a gig economy and money is very much uncertain in these hard times, it wouldn't hurt to try a little extra hustle and maybe establish a business of your own. And if not, you know, try to prepare your children for, for them to be their own form of business or their own boss down the future. But like always, you know, that's on the website, talkrealsolutions.com. Also, I forgot, we also have the latest news articles that deals with current events and what's going on around the world, including here in America. So, you know, if you want to be up to date with certain events, that's also on the website as well. I mean, because let's, let's be honest. We want to get our news from different parts. Um, you can't just have it on just solely on CB. NBC or Fox, you know, even Fox Soul, which I might talk about tonight, possibly. We shall see. But like I said, all the information is on the website. So, you know, be so kind to check out TalkRealSolutions.com today. 
And also, if you want to contribute and give a little money to the show, a little as $5 or more, the information where you could put your money up will be on the website as well. Also, you can follow Talk World Solutions on Facebook. And on Facebook, is a special like page where you could also um, join the private chat on Facebook. So if you're not familiar with the chat room in Facebook, trust me, you will not miss out. It is very hilarious, I tell you. It's very entertaining. I mean, you know, some of the cats that do shows on Talk Road Solutions can really run their mouth and want people to, I guess, have a certain mindset like them. But, you know, we're all free thinkers out here, so we're not going to always think and feel the same. So join the Facebook group and, you know, like the group and, you know, you get invited to that private chat. Trust me, you will never regret it. And also Talk Real Solutions on YouTube as well. Same name as always. And if you're not familiar, Chaos Rain has a channel on YouTube as well. Type in Chaos Rain, C-H-A-O-S-R-E-I-G-N. And there you see a, a list of shows I have done that's up there. Uh, some of the streams I've done personally. So check me out on YouTube as well. And also, oh, I forgot. I'm also on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at ChaosRain7. And on Facebook, Eric Rain as well. So I'm all over the place, so it's not hard to find Chaos Rain. And you'll notice me because you'll notice the C symbol with the spear. But I think I dealt with all the introductions. So now let's deal with the topic at hand, shall we? Let's check the title. Because I always got to remind myself. The title for tonight's show is titled Hold on. Uh, something just happened. Uh, okay, here is, I see it now. The title for today's show is Chaos Reign Presents What is the Future for Modern Women in This 21st Century? And I bring back my special and wonderful guest, the one and under, and the one and only, the beautiful Letitia Underwood. Good evening, Letitia Underwood. Can you hear me? Good evening. Yes, I can hear you. Wonderful, wonderful. Welcome back again here on Talk Real Solutions, Letitia Underwood. I tell you, we're going to do this again on a wonderful subject, you know, like always. Um, but before we go in and go into this very challenging question, um, you want to tell a little people about yourself before we begin? Right. Thank you. Thank you for having me once again. I always enjoy your show, your program, your platform is so um it it is definitely a conversation starter. I always enjoy myself every time you have me. So again, thank you for having me back. Um for those who don't know me, I'm Letitia Underwood. I am the CEO and founder of Two Hearts Exclusive Matchmaking Service. I am a professional and certified matchmaker. 
with an emphasis on helping men who are traditional or who, or who desire a traditional style marriage. Mm-hmm. I help them in finding um, like-minded women, so women who are also traditional-minded and have traditional values and desire, and desire marriage. I'm also a dating specialist and strategist where I help both men and women, whether they're modern or traditional, uh, navigate the dating process. Um, And I do that in a way of offering one-on-one sessions where I will either go over your dating style, um, come up with a dating strategy for you to navigate the dating scene, um, if you desire to be do the online dating, I help you with your online dating profiles. I help you with your online social media pro- profiles because, yes, people, how you appear and how you put yourself on social media is important, and it does determine the type of men or woman that you will attract. Um, and I also help you discover your attachment style. And so basically I'm the modern so if you're a guy who's trying to get the girl and you're a girl trying to attract a quality guy, um, you can go to the website and sign up for a session. Excellent. 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 And like always, people, I always put the information for where you could get in contact with Letitia Underwood on the description of every um, podcast slash stream I have here on Carol's Rain. So be on the lookout. Now, modern woman, <clears throat> a question that Something that will stir a conversation by another good consecrator, which y'all know who I'm talking about. But really, let's ask and really look at it and examine it. What is the definition of a modern woman and it's totalitarian? That's a, that's a question. I'm sorry. That's a question for you, Leticia. What is your view and definition of a modern woman? Okay, so modern woman, there are two um, definitions um, based on context. So we're talking about modern woman as an era. We're talking about the 21st century woman um, of modern times, the industrial age. Techno- well, we're in a technology age right now. So uh, yeah. modern woman of today um, when it comes to Modern as it values, that is a woman who considers herself to be independent, um, thinks she and believes she is equal to a man, and she can do all the things that a man can do. She doesn't necessarily, she does not fulfill or believe she needs man um, for fulfillment in her life. She could do with or without marriage. Uh, marriage is not important to her. Having children is not important to her. She makes her own rules as she goes along, and she's very happy and fulfilled in the life that she's created for herself in her singleness. All right. And one thing that I find with modern women is because we live more in a more high-paced society here in the West, that a lot of modern women today, they have filled think and believe and feel that they have arrived from the progression of, I guess, womanhood throughout the last few decades. When I hear women, like modern women, talk, they always talk about this thing about oppression. You know, men is bad. Men will do things. Men, you could do things without the authority of a man, either one household or your husband. And they think they evolved from not needing a physical man presence in their lives. 
and has worked somewhat well for the last 30, or we could say even 40 years, before you and me were even thought of, to be honest. But now when we look at the data, and just this general data, like the CDC, and even if you look at blackdemographics.com, I did not know a lot of modern women were taking a lot of medication for psychiatric problems. Are you aware of this, um, Letitia? Yes, I am. And that's because when you look at the double-mindedness, the narcissism um, of modern women who think they can have it all and try to have it all, um, it's a burden. It's more of a burden than it is a, a value, an asset. So I'm not surprised the majority of them are taking some form of drug for mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And you know how I view about people taking any form of drugs for certain mental issues, but like I said, um, I'm not a therapist, so if they need it just to um, function, then by all means you, you might have to take it for the time being, but in time you have to find ways to not get around it, but how can you better yourself so you could take less of it so you, you're able to heal it with yourself? in time okay you don't want to be dependent on anything on no circumstance at the time if you go to therapy like most of us as people that we don't take therapy seriously men and women that is not something that you just go in there you stay there for years on years on years like um tony soprano from the sopranos and then he develops more of a narcissist more of a way to be of a greater criminal every time he goes there that's not what it's designed for. It's designed to get you on track, to diagnose you, find what's wrong, give you a central solution. If medication has to be involved, then okay. But it should get you back so you could function back in society and move on with life. But as you know, Letitia, majority of people that do be in therapy, they treat it just like that, as like another coping mechanism and will not willing to grow and to actually heal long term um, I think with the with the modern woman today she not feels but believes that there's nothing really wrong with her at all and that everything's fine that the track she's in the road she's taken is good enough and that there's something at the end for her that someone's going to give her something meaning that she's going to get um, a salvation a savior that Prince Charm is going to come wherever, either from the sky or from the ground, wherever, is going to come and fulfill all their needs. So all they do is they'll sit there, prolong their life, do the same thing like everybody else that's doing, get up, eat, you know, take the bathroom, work, come back home, do rinse, wash, and repeat. And that's a miserable existence. I don't know if you want to imply or add on to what I'm saying or, you know, uh, sure. So, so I'm going to ask you, <laughs> imagine um, trying to take on, and, 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 you know, men for the most part are double-minded in this way. So just, just, mm-hmm. just imagine trying to take on being a woman and then feeling like you also have to take on the role of being a man um, so that you can compete with men, so that you can dominate men, so that you can eliminate men in, in some regard. 
So imagine taking on both of those roles where both of those doing double duty. Could you imagine yourself being sane? Nah, man. It's like this. You always hear the notion, Letitia, that I'm strong, I'm black, I'm independent. And I'm thinking, because, okay, you're this, so what's the necessity of anybody trying to at least hold you down or bring some real tangibles to your life? Because you're not just set to this earth just to be all that and just, you know, you have nothing to show for it. I mean, some women nowadays, I'm Letitia, and you dealt with clients, and some of them will be honest and say that they have kids already before they reach, let's say, 30. And some even 30 start to have kids. And they're not even in, like, no marriage at the end of the road of it. You get me? I saw one woman on a brother's on podcast, you know what I'm talking about, how she was in a six-year relationship with a man, and there is no talks of marriage or anything that's going to lead to some marriage. And I'm thinking... For a woman that's under 30, you should not be investing on no person. And this is me. And you, everybody has their agreements and they have their criteria. No more than maybe close to years at best. And after that, if it's not even um, when the marriage is not getting any talks about by the end of the whole first year, then obviously most likely he's not going to marry. What's number year two comes? And we all know men on the average, if we want to go there, it takes them six months. But because of how the environment is now, I just don't see most dudes, depending on their financial or their social economic or their stance mentally in life, are going to really put in just half a year and then it's tied or not. You get me? Because well, he has a deal with... Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Okay, so I'm a traditionalist, so I don't really delve in the mindset of modern men. But for the sake of conversation, um, okay. so you have majority of modern men, women who, as, and I'm talking about values here, who believe that men should still uphold traditional values while they can move in the reign of having modern values. So they desire to, for men to, to uh, be chivalrous and uh, pay all the bills or pay majority of the bills. Um, while they get to maintain their autonomy, be independent, self-driven, self-focused, and all those other things. So modern men are looking at this and saying, what is the benefit of me marrying you? And modern women are looking at this as, well, the benefit is that I'm a woman. And modern men have come to the, the idea of, no, that's not enough. We need, I need tangibles. I need both the tangibles and the intangibles in order for me to consider marrying you. Unfortunately, modern women have not been able to uh, understand nor be able to describe what what their value is, uh, what they bring to the table, essentially. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear that, don't want to hear that. But you mm-hmm. have to be able to offer a man something that's going to get him to desire to marry you. For those who espouse traditional values, it's just straightforward. Uh, traditional men desire uh, marriage and they desire to have a legacy and a family to complete that legacy and uphold that legacy. So they need a wife and they feel the way to do this is through having a wife and children. Uh, Traditional women also believe in legacy. 
Um, and the way that they move is marriage is marriage is essential and important. So that's why their dating style is going to be different. Whereas when it comes to people of, who espouse modern values, marriage is not is not necessarily essential because you can achieve everything that you desire without marriage. So modern women feel um, if they desire to have kids, they can do that without men. And it's been proven shown that they have no problem doing that. Also, modern women, for the most part, do not value marriage. They value motherhood above being a wife. So yes. they will, if they desire motherhood and do not want to take on motherhood alone, then that's when they'll find themselves a husband. But they want a husband, but they don't want to be a wife. They just want to be a mother. But they don't want to be a statistic, meaning they don't want to be a single baby mama. So then they will try to put a mantra and set themselves above the women who have children out of wedlock and say, well, at least I did it in marriage. But not realizing and understanding that men, for the most, men desire wives. Whereas women desire, modern women desire children being a mother Modern men desire being a husband and they desire wives. And modern women have not learned nor understood what it means to be a wife, uh, what that entails. And so men are starting to see that during the dating process and they're rejecting marriage. And they're all handily rejecting marriage. The marriage rates within the black community are abysmal. And I foresee the next five to 10 years, it's going to be even worse. It's going to be less than 20% from what I am mm-hmm. seeing um, in the course of my professional, my uh, exactly. professional arena. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Leticia, when you come across modern women and you have enough broadcasts, you did this in Clubhouse and every other outlet where you're at, and you have these conversations, What's one thing that you have noticed that was consistent from the modern woman that you come across when you have these conversations? What is one thing that sticks to you the most, if you can recall? <laughs> that they erroneously believe that they can have it all and do it all. Mm. And what I mean by that is um, they believe in a fallacy of a superwoman, wonder woman. Um they believe that they can be have the independent mindset, uh, see men as oppressors, see men as something to be afraid of, especially black men. Mm-hmm. But yet they think that they could they can um get married at any age, get married at however they are, meaning men men have to, men should and have to accept them as they are without any approval without any improvement. Um, regardless of what men say they desire, uh, there is a disregard and a lack of consideration for what men want. And so, um, yeah, they believe that, you know, I can wait. I can mess up in my 20s, play around, and, you know, not get serious in my 20s, um, do whatever I want in my 20s, have children, have babies. Um, outside of wedlock, have babies with uh, low value, low vibrational men, but then I can get serious in my mid-30s, 40s, and can get whatever man that I desire that I have that available to me. Um, that is the 
logic that that I'm seeing a lot, that women think that they could have it all, that they could do whatever they want and yet still qualify for the men that they desire at any age. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I've noticed, and this is me now, and this is where the danger comes when we do not control the image and the media of us as a people, like a few of our greats that were actors like Bill Cosby or any one of those that tried to, I guess, create the positive image of other people, and not only family image, but just in general, what black people have the capability that this is what some of us, not all, but just enough, this is what the average black family should be. Because if you notice, um, Letitia, there was a point during the 70s and going to 80s where, you know, there was slowly creeping up a rise of what they want to call single motherhood. You get me? And I think some of the ones like Bill Cosby at the time started to that. So what he did because he already was in well positioned to start put out images, medias, some that like good times, things like late 70s and during quite the whole 80s, try and put a more positive image to reinforce familyhood, you know, strong families, you know, what you should and you can be as a man and what you should should be as a woman. Because let's be honest, um, after, you know, what we call the integration and the feminism, all these things that kind of hurt us a little bit, that we don't understand the value of having families. And the system already paid attention that during, you know, after so-called enslavement, we still want to be together and grow and build something. And we built not only strong families, but, you know, a lot of things have made a change during this country with strong, intact families. As much as I don't want to admit it, but that's what I've noticed for decades throughout the, you know, not data, but the information that was present. And now because, you know, we're so fractured now, what we notice now, because children don't got no structure, you see more chaos. You hear about the violence, you know. Some of the violence that should not, no person can match could be possible. I remember George Macon said best one time when he was doing his thing, that certain young men had some ethics and code. But now because they've been so broken through this so-called experiment that the youth, especially males, don't have no empathy for others. So they will sit there, hurt each other, and kill not only themselves but women and children. And this is, like I said, the results when we don't really consistently have, you know, intact families for a good long time. So marriage is not just something that I say, always get title and, you know, no, it's something that you're here to build something and eventually leave legacies, you know. That's why you hear a lot of some modern women think it's not that important because they say, I could sell the legacy without the man present. And we know how it turns out. So I don't know if you want to expound on that. I just want to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But are they really building legacy? Are they really focused on legacy? No, they're not focused on legacy. They're focused on their whims, you know, as, Women, we are emotional. We're emotional beings, and everything that we do is based on how we feel. Um, mm-hmm. To think about a legacy, you have to be thinking practically and logically. Um, and that's why traditional women are uh, very desirable to traditional-minded men because we tend to think in the terms of 
practicality and logically, although we're still holding on to our femininity and we we don't have a problem with that emotional aspect of us because that's what uh, that just comes natural to us and that's what helps us continue to be women. But then you have modern women who think purely in their emotions. They act purely in their emotions. So for a woman to say, well, I'm going to become a mother regardless of if I'm married or not, I'm going to, whether I have a man, whether there's a man here to take care of that child and be responsible for that child, provide for that child, so that child could have a well-rounded life and become a productive citizen uh, within society. She's not thinking practically or logically. She's thinking, my biological clock is ticking. I feel I want to be a mother. I feel I should be a mother. I want this. Um, and so I'm going to do it regardless of the my circumstances and my situation. So when she goes on to have a child without a father, without building a healthy relationship with a man who is going to be a father to that child and be a husband to her so that they can complete a family, a nuclear, a nuclear family, she's not thinking in terms of legacy. She's thinking of her own selfish needs, her own selfish desires. She wants to be a mother because she's not thinking about single motherhood and how that's going to affect the child. I don't care any woman thinks or believes. Everyone's been a child at some point. And if you have been raised without your father or a parent, because some children are without their mother, when you are raised without that other parent there and active in your life, you're always going to wonder uh, about that other parent. You're always going to wonder about that other side of yourself. And it causes a lot of issues. It causes a lot of psychological and mental health issues because it, it breeds insecurity. It breeds um, self-esteem issues because your parents do help to mold who you are or get you to understand who you are and how you are. There are children who share characteristics of, a, of the absentee parent, right? And those characteristics are not shared by the parent who is there, the involved parent. So then you're left wondering, well, who am I? Where did I get this? I need help understanding how I am and who I am. And if that parent is not involved, that causes so many issues. So modern women who modern women aren't thinking about legacy. They're just trying to uh, satisfy their own selfish needs in that point, in that regard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Excellent, excellent. The call number for today's show is 712-770-4160. The access code is 917-324-POUND. I repeat, 712-770-4160, access code 917-324-POUND. Today's subject, Chaos Rain presents, what is the future for modern women in the 21st century? With my guest, Letitia Underwood. Um, you know, I think that because everything is fast-paced and there's not much emphasis to, I guess, do the basics minimum for a lot of modern women. They think and feel, and they were trained through the media, that just showing up is just enough. I don't have to, not say bring, well, bring something to the table besides, you know, education, but that's all I need to do. I don't have to really self-improve. And let's say they got the ring and the marriage. They'll feel said they're comfortable, so they're going to, you know, lack 
they're going to probably let the bodies dilapidate, get big. They're going to probably not put more effort in certain things on the average. And I think with people, human beings in general, but we, since we're talking about women, um, complacency is a real factor with us as people. And because this now, and a lot of women, nor they say they don't want the marriage and the man, but in their hearts they do once they get a little older. And I think the reason why that is is because, let's be honest, they think that they're equal to men, like you said earlier, and they can move and behave and conduct themselves just like a man. And when it's ready and done, they can sit there and then, behold, have that, I guess, perfect husband they're looking for, a man that will pretty much take care of them for the rest of life. And they want to put no more work effort at all. And to me, I... When I look at it and hear these conversations, I look at it as a big delusion. Because a man, at the end of the day, regardless of his financial situation, he has to make himself the better person just to be, you know, attracted to the woman. Right? He had to get his money up, looks good, you know, whatever. And because, you know, a woman has a certain timetable, they don't think their clock is important. I heard from one particular, well, I don't know if it's a content creator, she feels because black don't crack that they could just leave one relationship or marriage and hop on to another one and find something way better and like they're doing something real special. But I look at it and say, if you got a man that's already of value and you're in a surround certain class or circle, which, you know, I hope you can break that down, that they think it's easy that I could just drop my ball, go over there and pick up a new ball as a woman. And they believe this. They think this and believe this. So they feel that there's no emphasis of putting no effort at all as a woman. They're in the same equal playing field as a man with regards to time. And as we know, as time progresses, and I'm looking at the data, I'm looking at just us as people, especially when I look at see the women, that that's not the case. Because if you've got to be on medication, you're depressed, and you let your body dilapidate and get big, it tells you you're not doing good, sis. And people that keep pushing this prosperity nonsense and this false dichotomy that things are going to be good and you don't have to do nothing, somebody's going to come save you, they're leading you more quick to the um, irrelevance in regards to this dating pool, this market. Which really is a very uncertain market that people are trying to look for mates to hopefully marry and procreate especially if you're a woman of a certain age and you put yourself on a dating field and think you could just keep kicking it. Now, I'm not sure if you want to expound or go into any detail, anything, besides what I said. Um, so, um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to formulate, because I know you're going to get some angry callers. <laughs> I mean, but, listen, um, listen. Um, if you think about Letitia, why do you think Clubhouse is more safer? Not here on podcasting. We get raw. We get right to the truth. Hell, they, they will sign a petition and try to cancel TRS like they did Kevin Samuels. Don't be fooled. That's they will do it. They, if this works, they go say, we're going to do this for every other content. I hate that fucking Nelka Negro named Chaos Look <laughs> at this accent. Talking about uh, we, we need to do this and that. Who are you, Negro? I bet you some lonely man. Oh, this, you know? You hate fucking women. You're toxic. I love it. I love it. Every minute. Matter of fact, I got something for them, Letitia. 
Let me find that thing. Um. And they could give me a clap for that. Ow! Yeah. Anyway. Go ahead. Um, so I just want to say that um I don't have a pro I don't have a problem with modern women. I don't have a problem with modern values. They're just not for me. I think that with modern women though, and if you espouse modern modern values and you desire to get married, you have to come to an understanding that um it's not just about you. Um, you're not the center of the the relationship. Um, there has to be cooperation in order for a man to desire and want to marry you. And if you can't bring yourself to understand that, um, you can't bring yourself to understand that the modern man has desires and needs that, that he wants fulfilled. And if you don't come to understand what men are, they're not going to want to marry you. And no amount of shaming, no amount of trying to gaslight and manipulate them is going to change that. You have to give them a reason to want to marry you because modern people, both men and women, don't see marriage as the ultimate goal. They just, and, and to be honest with you, why? When they can get everything they desire without entering into that type of partnership, without entering into um, that relation, that, that, that dynamic, tying themselves down. And because you have 80% of marriages, divorces being filed by women, men are taking a look and, and taking a step back as to, well, is this really worth it? You know, because you have women who desire marriage, but they don't desire to be wise and they don't understand what marriage themselves or they don't understand themselves to understand what exactly it is that they want out of a spouse. They think, okay, this is a nice guy or this is a decent guy. I want this and this is what I want and he can give it to me. Um, but then they get into these marriages and these relationships and then come to an understanding that, okay, wait, we're not compatible. This is not what I want. Now I'm thinking, wait, I thought I wanted this. Because that's another thing that, that trips me up, especially as a matchmaker and a dating specialist, is that women will say, this is what I want. And then to have to, when I present them with what they want, oh, wait, I don't want that. He's not, wait, he doesn't look good enough. He doesn't look fine or he's too old. And I'm like, wait, do you want marriage? Do you want marriage? Mm-hmm. Do you want marriage? Do you know the statistics on being able to find a, a, a fine, handsome man over six feet who is making over six figures where majority mm-hmm. of men are not, majority of men only make about $43,000 a year. Um, so do you want marriage or do you just want a fine man that you can look at and have good sex with? So if you want a fine man that you can look at and just have good sex with, then you need a different type of strategy. You need to go to someone else because that's not what I specialize in. I don't specialize in hoeing. I don't specialize in escort services. I specialize in marriage. And marriage means that you're going to have to look at what's most important to you. And if you want marriage, are you going to be shoot yourself in the foot because he's not sexy fine? He's not husband. He's just, you know, he's just attractive enough. 
but can he offer you things that you desire, which is which a comfortable marriage? You know, what's his personality like? What's his characteristics like? And so modern women, and that's another thing, modern women, women of today, why they're so different than than women of yesterday. Because back then, while, yes, majority of women had black workforce, but black women have always worked. Not everybody's exactly. grandmother was a stay-at-home wife. Or even if she was, the economy was such that our job she, you know, like my grandmother was a stay-at-home mom for majority of her children's life. She had ten kids. My grandfather was, but when times got lean, she went out there and cleaned white people's houses and took in laundry service, did their laundry for them, right? Uh, helped them take care of their kids. She would do that every now and again to support. Because my grandfather would get laid off or he couldn't find work. So black women have always worked. They just haven't worked to the level that women work now. But so to say that you want marriage, so women back then knew and understood it was it was a societal faux pas to have children outside of wedlock. You were shunned if you got pregnant and you did not have a husband. You got shunned or you did not have a long term domestic partner where you guys were really operating as you were married and you were tied together. That was a faux pas. Well, society has changed. Women no longer have that restraint. Women are no longer held, held accountable for the poor decisions and the poor, poor choices that they make when it comes to mate selection and having children. Um, they're no longer shunned. So women are, are, are essentially saying, I can wait. I can hold off. I can make bad decisions. I can have all the children I want. And then when I get tired of taking on all of these burdens by myself, these 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 burdens that I created for myself, when I get tired, then that's when I'll decide that I'm going to get married. Well, I'm going to tell you, ladies, from what I'm doing, um, I have a matchmaking <laughs> as a matchmaker for high earners. Um, high six figures to billionaires. Um, the highest age I've seen one of my clients go to is 39, and that's because he was 65 years old. He's 65 years old. And he, he was willing to go up to a woman who was 30 years old um, because he still wants children. Mm. So if you think at 35, 37, 38, 40, 43, and when you're in your 50s, that it's going to be just as easy for you to marry as you are in your 20s, you're going to have a rude awakening, unfortunately. So if marriage is your desire, I suggest you do what you need to do and what is necessary for you to make that happen, especially if you're a young woman in your, in your 20s, in your early 30s, if you want children and you desire to be married, you need to start doing things in your life to procure husband now because in five to ten years for modern people especially it's gonna be mad. Men are no longer desiring to marry. Am I right? Right now men, I will say this because men. I am I'm a man that still deals deal with values and tradition. Um and you're you're not really far too much older than me, Letitia. I'm we're a generation now that I will still consider it. You know? I can't speak for the other men, majority men particular i would say this people that are gen z's they're definitely not thinking of viewing marriage 
but I don't hear much talk about it. Very little. But if you're a Gen Xer and millennial, yeah, I can still see marriage in your future depending on your age as a man. But as you wind down to these new generations, they're not even thinking about it because they hear too much of the bad stories. Hell, some of them gone and grew up with um, no structure, with only one parent in their household. So they're definitely not going to take that risk, you know? So, like I said, as a woman, you have to be much appealing, pleasing for a man to really consider marrying you because men, at the end, they do hold marriage and relationships. And if they don't see no value that, you know, all right, if I decide to tie a knot, will this woman, you know, start, you know, slack off or just get tired or whatever, she want to escape and, you know, move on. You get me? Because one thing is evident, a man takes serious of his time and his money. And majority of men today are taking that more into seriousness than ever. Let, let's, let's look at this, Letitia. If you think about it for the last 20 years, depending on the economic situation of Americans, it was somewhat all right until the first crash of 2008. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, what we're going to expect right now before the end of this summer is nothing that any person is prepared for, especially if you're a woman. Because like the man said, which I did not know, that they borrow more money just to keep this economy afloat. Because, remember, everything was shut down because of this, you know, and I'm going to name the thing, but y'all know what I'm talking about. So when this money really dries up, what women are really going to do? Because, let's be honest, they're now being lenient with prostitution now in America. There's only two states right now that said that they granted that you could engage in this practice. And I expect by the end of the summer, I would expect more states to start fall suit. And well, trust me, we, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, what we have seen, well, what I have seen, what my colleagues in the matchmaking industry and the dating industry have seen is that the pandemic has really been an eye-opener for women. Women now, especially for single mothers, uh, they are seeing the value of having a partner there, of having someone to share in that burden with. Um and so you have women who are reaching out. I mean, this has been an influx. Like, at first, when the pandemic happened, we went on lockdown. The matchmaking and dating communities were definitely, we had to reconfigure our business model in order to stay afloat. But then once everything wow. started, and, and we were like, we were, I know I was stressing. Like, I went from having clients signing up every week until the second week of March not one client, <laughs> not one consultation being scheduled. And so I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this is the end of the matchmaking industry. This is going to be. Oh, it. no. Oh, no. Um, but, no. But when things started to open back up, there had been a there has been a boom for the matchmaking and dating industry all across the world. We have seen an uptick because people came to realize that being single truly sucks. You had single women here in America who still can't go back to work when because they don't have daycare options available to them, right? A lot of women have made the decision to have children outside of wedlock. Um, for those in the middle classes and upper middle classes, upper middle class and up, they can afford nannies. 
for those who um, for those who are in the working class, working poor, they can't afford nannies. They're dependent on daycare. They're dependent on family members. But because, or or for the most part, schools. But because schools and everything were closed, right? They had to quit their jobs. And if it wasn't for the government stepping in, can you imagine how it would have been for these women who didn't have a husband to help to shore up um, that burden? So, like, now if you were working from home and your kids were at home, you had to not only focus on working your full-time job from home, but you had to work focus on their school, now they're at home. They're no longer at school. So you can't focus on work while they're at school and someone else is taking care of them or they're at daycare. No, they're at home with you. And for all the women working moms, they know exactly what I'm talking about. They're at home with you. You can't focus on customer service. You can't focus on clients. You can't focus on getting your project done because, as we all know, kids are very needy. So they need you. So women started realizing the importance of having someone there. So what I'm seeing, especially in Clubhouse, is an influx of women coming up saying, I'm tired, I can't do this by myself, I don't want to do this by myself, I made a bad decision in having these kids without the thought of having a husband, and now I want to course correct. What modern women need to understand is modern men are unforgiven, unforgiving of your past trans transgressions, and there's a reason to as to why that is, and I agree with them. I don't think modern men have to be forgiving. Why? Because men are from birth are told that they need to be responsible and they need to take care of the responsibilities. They need to, in order to uh, be considered and qualified as a good man, he has to be able. He has to be making good decisions throughout his entire life. Practically, he has to make sure he has a good job. He has to make sure he has all the basic requisites that a human needs. So he needs to have a car. He needs to have his own place. He needs to be able to pay all his bills. He needs to be able to date and court a woman. And he needs to be able to take care of her if he decides to bring her into a and be in a long-term relationship or a marriage. So not only is he taking responsibility for himself, he's taking responsibility for her. And then if he has kids, he needs to take responsibility for those kids too. Men are made to understand this. Now, do all men Align with that program? No, there are men who deviate from them, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about good, solid men, men who desire and who want to be deemed as good, solid men. They have an understanding of what they need to do as men in order to be considered a good man. Women, not so much. Women are not told anything that they need to do in order to be qualified as a good woman. So as a man, you know, you're told all your life that you have to be responsible. You need to make these type of decisions. Don't have babies out of wedlock. You need to treat a woman well. What makes you think that man is going to come back and be like, oh, okay, you, you messed up. You had three babies by Pookie or Ray Ray, by two, three Pookies or Ray Rays, and you then you were young and you were living wild and free, and now you're 35, you're tired, and, I and okay, I'm going to forgive you. Uh, men of the... Men of definitely Generation Z, uh, latter millennials, are like, no. And now you're getting Generation Xers, earlier millennials, who are also rejecting that. They're no longer um, going to say, you know what, I'm going to be as forgiving of you and take on your burdens and your responsibilities. That's why you see a lot of men are not taking on the burden of being with single moms. 
when they don't, when they, when they themselves do not have children, they're no longer on that burden because they feel they don't have to. And women need to get out of this mind frame that, well, I was young, I made mistakes, so you need to forgive me. You need to look past my faults. When, no, these men weren't given that same consideration nor courtesy. So, and I'm letting my plane there. Well said, well said. Um, like I said, I'm Letitia. Um, a lot of men are not going to take that end of the deal no more. And I stated before on one of my previous broadcasts, when I said um, the death of stepfathers, um, it's a reality. Um, I don't like to say it, but how the climate is going and where things are set, that a lot of dudes are reevaluating this environment. And thinking, is it really a good deal? That's what men think about at the end of the day. I have one caller. Um, before I open the call, the call number is 712-770-4160. The ask code is 917-324-POUND. I repeat, 712-770-4160. The access code is 917-324-POUND. Tonight's subject, Chaos Rain presents... What is the future for modern women in the 21st century? So, hold on, let me refresh something. All right. Okay. All right, as I open my first caller, first caller, hello, can you hear me? Are you there? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you oh, hear me? Is that you, is that you Cookie? I this you. is me, Cookie, yeah. What's All going right, on? What's, what's good, what's good, what's good? What do you have... So the topic is what? 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 What's the future hold for the modern day woman in 2021? Uh, or the no, 21st century. Because we're in a new century now. So yeah. I mean, what do you mean? What is the hold? I guess. Like as far as marriage, which way? Um, just in general, you know, um, we could one of the main. I mean, things the modern marriage, woman. You know, what I see from the modern woman is progression. I mean, I don't think a lot of women want to get married. I think a lot of women are more career driven. Um, a lot of them are not having children. Um, I don't really see a problem with that. Um, what the young lady was saying about women are not taught. Some women are not taught but a lot of women are. So um, I just wanted to say something about that. But, I mean, if men are not trying to get married and stuff, I don't think a lot of women are really worrying about that these days because it does take a lot. If I'm on the right track, I don't, am I on the right track on okay. what this topic is? Okay. Um, yeah, um, somewhat. Um, Letitia, you want, I don't know if you have a question for my guest, but do you want to count Letitia to what she say? Because I was taught how to be a woman and a wife. I mean, I, my, both my parents raised me, so. Are they, are they married still? Not anymore. Okay. Well, how long your parents were married? 
Damn. A long time. I don't know. <laughs> long time. Well, I'm not sure how connected you were with your parents, but do you know the time when they first got married? What decade? Was it 70s, 60s? Yeah, they got married 70s? in 70, 74? 74. Okay. So I yeah. was born in seventy six. Okay, oh excellent, excellent. Well, I will say this. Um or oh, I think I recognize now, um, Nicole. <laughs> yeah yeah. Um No, no, never mind, never mind. I, I think I recognize who you are. But um Yeah, um ooh. Well if you're you parents, know who I, um, I think I rec I say I think I recognize you. I'm not gonna say name. Oh. I think I recognize you. Um my thing is this: If your parents married and you see how a functioning household is, et cetera, and you carry on into your own um life, which probably led to marriage and children, am I right? But, okay. Then so. I mean, that you probably. I mean, I I was married too. Like I was married and had my children and stuff. I mean, I'm saying that people people men and women are not really on that marriage thing right now, and I don't see an issue with it. So I just want to know what's the big issue about people not wanting to get married and not wanting to have kids. That you know what I'm saying? It's like men and women don't want to have kids? That's what you're saying? Men, men, men and women, there's a lot of women and men that don't want to have children and don't want to be married. Now, is what is the issue with that? Is this across the board for us as people or just general Americans? Well, I don't worry about other races. I'm only with my people, so of course I'm talking about our people. Excellent. Excellent. Well, my thing is this: um, uh, we already know that there's there's a rush for a decline, and I would like to say the elimination of people at this time and age. So, not pushing it on a certain set of people is for the betterment of other races because this is a numbers game. Um, as you know, um, the less that they see black life, black babies, the less they don't have to worry about it, especially here in America, and we could say globally, depending on which part of the globe we're talking about, because that makes their job easy, if you think about it. Um, one thing, because as you know, um, people still have children, no, no marriage, and you know, it is what it is. I'm not saying it's right. I don't say it's wrong either, because you know, people are going to move the way it is. But my mm-hmm. thing is this, that by doing that, and you're going to do this by yourself, you're putting yourself and your children at a more greater um, chance that how they're going to come out is you're leaving totally up to this environment. You get me? That's very uncertain. Okay. And we already know the complaints okay. about a lot of these young, young people, especially the boys, that when they become adults, they become more a problem in the community, especially black communities when I'm hearing from other brothers, you know. And I've seen it, too, very little where I'm at, to be honest with you. But I do see the problem. But like I said, um, when, when, we, when we don't really have actual family planning, and I, I, I see that, that that's not really much promoted, and there's no institution to really promote it more, unfortunately. I could be wrong. But mm-hmm. if that was more put into our communities, a lot of people move a little bit smarter out here. If they're going to be, you know, having fun, you get me? And I can see more okay, of so, this. So, I, so. I can see this more as time progresses to be more of a decline. And when I look at just the simple small data, I'm not sure it was the CDC or I just pulled this up, that the average age now for women that's given birth first time is now 
pushing roughly over 28. Last year it was like 27, but now it's over 28. So people are having children very late. You know what I'm saying? And it is. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go talk with me. Okay, so, what I wanted to say was um, yes, that's true. You got to also understand. You got to also understand back then. Let me turn the FC on. Back then, um, women were getting, not even women, girls, okay, was getting married to older men. Women teens having kids, like women in teens been bearing children from for centuries now, okay. So now we're in the age now where women are waiting longer to have children, okay. But you also well, got to understand exactly. No, sorry, I'm Letitia, I, think, I, I think your mic was muted. I might mute you mistakenly because, you know, the board does that. I'm sorry. I just now remember. Um, go ahead. I'm finished talking. Call it down. I'm going to let Tish respond. I know you're saying something. You didn't probably know your mic was muted. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, shit. You said my mic is muted or somebody else's mic? No, Letitia Wood's mic was actually unmuted. But go, continue, continue. It was excellent. Go ahead. Do you want me to finish or? Yeah, finish. You had to finish. Oh, so what I was saying was, so now we're in an era to where women don't want to have children, so they're they're having children later. Now, we're also coming from an era where women really didn't have rights, so we were like baby making machines. Okay, solely dependent on our husbands and different things like that, at the mercy of everything. Couldn't have bank accounts, couldn't have you know jobs, couldn't vote, couldn't go to school, different things like that. Now we're moving towards, let's say, the 70s, okay, we got the crack era, we got the heroin era, and all that stuff. Now, the residuals of those things, of the heroin era, was back in the 70s, okay? So that's affecting the 80s babies, and you got the crack babies that came out in the 90s. So now you're saying, okay, well, you know, some people are saying women are the reason why men weren't in the home because of food stamps and stuff, but that can't be true. You've got to think about this heroin era where the guys were selling heroin and all that stuff to make it. That took themselves out the home because they end up going to jail or some of them end up dying and stuff like that. Then you got your crackhead era in the 80s. Okay, same thing. Okay, now you're taking everybody up. Now, now both parents are getting up out of there because they're using crack and all that stuff. And now it's affecting Big Mama because Big Mama is taking care of all these kids because the parents are gone. See what I'm saying? Okay. So you're seeing a residual of things that happened back then that's affecting us now, the 90s, 80s, and us. Okay? Now, contraceptives have always been there, you know, at least for a while now. But, again, we're talking about the upbringing of boys and girls, which has a double standard on certain things. You know, the woman, the girl is more expected to do all these things to be responsible, but what about the dude? Because we all know men get people pregnant, not women. Without that sperm, she ain't getting pregnant. She ovulates once a month, and not even every month that she ovulates. You see what I'm saying? So. If the, if the man don't want that child, don't want no future with this woman, why are we going in women raw? So, I mean, we we know what contraceptives are. We know which ways to prevent ourselves. You understand what I'm saying? And also, too, if you want to get into the medical aspect of it, a lot of these things that women are pushed on as far as birth control is literally killing women. 
giving them cancer, giving them all these things. But the woman is always expected to do all these responsible things and make sure the man is responsible too, and that's not fair, that's not right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So now women are like, I don't want no kids. Women don't want to deal with that shit. Women are tired of raising kids. Nicole? Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me, Nicole? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. All right. Letitia, you there? Do you want to respond? Because, you know, I know you said a lot, and I, I, I accidentally, my, her, my, her mic was muted when I opened your mic. Um, Letitia, you want to expound to anything she said? I know you probably would say something. I didn't know you were muted, but go ahead. Yes, um, so I want to go back to something she said. Um, she said that she was raised in a two-parent household. Um, so I would, I would ask you a question. What did your mother teach you about being a wife? My mom taught me a lot, you know, was, what did your mother, who was married to your father, what did she teach you about being a wife? Be supportive, be loving, respectful, all that stuff. Okay, but you you can be those things without being married. You're right. You're right, I can. So when I said women are not raised to be wives for the most part, they're not being raised to be wives, there's a reason why I'm saying that, because every time I ask women what is, that okay, question. Okay, so what is, being, what is being raised a wife to you? What, what is it to you? Okay. Okay, one moment. Let me finish, because this is this is the type of uh, rhetoric that, that you usually see, that when women can't answer the question, they want to sling it back and boom, try to boomerang it back on the person who's asking the question. No, I'm not, I, I told you women, what my mom taught me. I'm asking you, what is your definition of being raised as the child how to be a wife? Because everybody's right, different. Okay. So what, what, do you think, what do you think it is? No, a wife is a wife. I think, and this is, this is the problem we have, is that women think that being a wife means something different regard on how uh, depending on the woman but no men are determining if you're a wife so we have to look at it from their as their 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 perspective and their aspect what do men want in a wife first and foremost and the reason why that I ask that question is are you the reason why I say that women are not being taught to be wise because every time I ask them the question they can't give me an answer. Mm-hmm. They initially go to your original answer was they're speaking of personality traits. Your personality traits have absolutely nothing to do with being a wife. First and foremost, being a wife means you are a helper. Being a wife means that you have accepted that your husband is the authority of the family. Being a wife means oh, you have accepted okay. his vision for the family and that you will help facilitate his vision for the family. Being a wife means okay. that you are you are you reckon you recognize that you are a woman whose purpose is to be there to be a helpmeet for your husband. So you mean a submissive a submissive woman? A submissive Correct. or cooperative one, yes. Correct. Okay. So so, so when I said everybody's different, right, everybody has different dynamics in their household. Not every man wants to walk around saying I'm the head of household. Not every woman wants to be submissive. Everybody has different dynamics in the home. When I was married, 
it wasn't like that in our household. We both worked together. So who was we both who made was the, the, We both made decisions together. We both did housework together. We both did everything together. It wasn't about, oh, well, so I'm the man. I'm supposed to be the man, this, and that, and third. So then why are you there? You know what I'm saying? So everybody's household is, everybody has a different dynamic in their household. So then why are everybody's you? Religion, everybody's not into the Bible and all that stuff. That's what I'm saying. So do you see what I'm saying now? I didn't say anything about the Bible, but I'm going to ask you a question. The Bible, why the were you, Bible talks about help meet and all that stuff. That's why I'm referring to that. But what I'm saying is everybody has a different dynamic in their household. Do you see okay, what I'm saying? It's whatever up, works for them. I didn't bring up the Bible, so I don't know why you brought the Bible into it. I Secondly, brought the Bible why, up because I'm referencing that because you said help me. Help me is in the Bible, right? Help me is a that's why, that's, that, why I, that's why I brought it up. That's Help why I brought know. it up, ma'am, because it's in there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Why are you divorced? All right. Because my husband cheated on me. That's why. And I don't condone adultery. Anything else you want to ask okay. me? Did you add? Are you married? Are you married? Why did he cheat on you? Did you guys are you married? Look, don't worry about it. Know that you don't need to understand. You don't need Nicole. to know all that. Don't ask me questions Nicole. like that. Nicole. Okay. Nicole. No. Don't ask me personal questions like that. Well, you are you married? Are you married? Are you married, ma'am? Okay. Are you going to allow me to talk, or are you just going to do what women typically do and try to overtalk and gaslight? Hello. Thank you. Um, yeah, she she left. He first yeah. called in, called in, and mm-hmm. and said, "I don't agree with what she said about being a wife." Um, not everybody wants to get married. So when people start, when women start asking, saying those things, then I have to start asking the question of, "Do you even know how to be a wife?" She said, "Women were are raised and taught how to be a wife." So that's why I asked you. What did your mother teach you about being a wife? I wasn't trying to be shady. I wasn't trying to shame or gaslight. And then she did exactly what most women that I've come across and asked that question. They immediately go into talking about their personality and character traits. What y'all fail to understand is that that that's a given. You being a good person is given. That's That's the floor. That's basic. Men expect that. What else do you have to offer a man so that he can choose you as his wife. And because y'all don't know how to answer that question, especially when men ask it, then you get the pushback that you get. And that is the only reason why I ask what women to understand why men are not marrying now. Then to her second point when she said, well, women are waiting till later in life. Do you know how many women are not having children early on in their in their prime fertile years because they're trying to build up their careers, their professions, and then they get 35, 38. They're thinking, oh, I'll be able to find that quality guy, that guy who I can have that picturesque marriage with or that picturesque relationship with to have children with. Do you know how difficult that is? In this day and age, that's darn near like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Why? Because all the good men are married. Yeah. Because women who Wives are snatching those men up quickly. Good people don't stay on the marriage market very long, and this is the delusion of modern women in thinking you have enough time to wait until you get to the ideal portion of your life and thinking you're going to have the cream of the crop to come from. 
That is not true. And then you're getting upset and frustrated that you, what your options are, what you have to choose from. Then you get even frustrated at the men that you desire if you're lucky enough to come across a man at that age who is unattached. And then you get mad when he says, nah, you're not what I'm looking for. Because at that point, y'all are so independent. You're off emotionally and your masculine energy. You're overweight, obese, with bad attitudes and personalities. And think a man going to marry you because you have education? What, because you have a business, you make six figures? That's not why men qualify you to marry you. They're checking to see if you're a wife. And it seems, and I, my point stands and has been proven. Majority of y'all were not raised to be wives, and that's why you're not getting married. You're, you're choosing to forego marriage because you don't qualify for the men that you desire. They're not picking and choosing you. So you're thinking, okay, I can level up, get my education up, get educated, make more money, and then I'll be good enough for the man that I desire. When, no, that man will marry an average-looking woman who works at Walmart. Why? Because she, has, she knows and understands what it takes to be a woman. That's why y'all haven't, that's the problem of the modern, that the modern woman is faced with. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I land oh, yeah. my point there. Yeah. Um, well, she, she did hit me up, said her line dropped, so I'll take her word for it for now. Um, before I open the next line, I know somebody wrote a question in the chat room. Hold on, let me pull it up. Hold on. All right. Let me, let me go on the computer, find the question. The question that was asked, Oh, and I see you on the line, bro. Um, where is the question? Uh, where is that question? Uh, hold on, guys. Cause, okay, not 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 to see from my thing. Okay. This is written by a fake the person named Ford One. They ask, Chaos, how does your guest feel about the dating advice given by Kevin Samuel? I definitely hear some similarity in her advice in giving so. That's one of the questions one person in the chat wrote. Okay. I <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. Oh my gosh. Um I don't have an issue with Kevin Samuels. I can't have an issue with Kevin Samuels when I understand his message. What people need to understand is Kevin Samuels is speaking to a certain demographic. He's speaking of high-value men and what they desire, whereas my um, my advice, the words that I say, it's, 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 it's all across the socioeconomic uh, demographics, but no, I don't take issue with what Kevin Samuels is saying because if people would take the time to pull the cotton out of their ears and just listen, listen to understand instead of trying to listen to react, to have a reaction or listen to be heard, then you will understand that what he is speaking on is what um, men are saying that they desire. And women have to understand until y'all are the majority trying to pull out a ring, going to, going to spend thousands of dollars, half your paycheck on a nice diamond ring to present to men and ask them to marry you, then it is what men say. 
then you do have to take into account what men want and the type of women that they desire. Um, if you want true equality and you want a man to accept you for who you are, then you need to turn around and really embody that um, wholeheartedly and just start asking men to marry. Ask, start asking men out on dates. Ask men you want out on dates and ask them to marry you. So until then, um, y'all need to stop getting y'all panties in a bunch over what Kevin is saying. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, I think the brother has put out a lot of great content and has been very effective to those from what he said as emailed him back throughout the whole year because it points the fingers and self-reflection to a lot of women and why you do what you do and what outcomes you try and seek. Now, my good friend Nicole, I did not know she was she divorced because of infidelity. And it's hurtful. I understand it. But my figure is this, that if you're in a partnership, it seemed to me that that seemed like you and him are in some 50-50 thing, which I have no problem with people if that's the route they go. But know this. There's always reason why men do what they do. And my thing like this with Letitia well, a lot of women that, that goes through that, do they really sit back and talk to their sniffing other, their husband, whatever, to why they do it? Because men just don't come out the woodwork and it's going to cheat and they discover it. There's always reason for everything, um, right or good or right, right or wrong. They'll, they'll, ask, they'll ask the question why, but they don't really want the reason as to why. And that's why men don't bother being honest with why. Because women erroneously equate fidelity with love and love with fidelity. Um, that's why I asked the question. I wasn't trying to be shady or snippy towards her. I wanted to see if she understood that, yes, men have reasons. Unless you married a straight-up dog, and if you married a man who was, who was prone to cheating, then that's on you because you should have understood because then you can't play the victim. When you marry a man who has cheated on you prior to marriage, cheated on you several times throughout your relationship, and you married him anyway, you you don't have, you can't play the victim card. That's on you. Um, but if you really ask yourself, if you ask yourself, did he, why he cheated, ask him why, and just took the time to sit and listen, um, most women don't want to hear the truth, and they don't want to sit and listen. Because, yes, like you said, men do have reasons as to why they cheat. The number one reason is they are unfulfilled in their marriage. If you have a good, solid ma- marriage, in a relationship, and your husband cheats on you, you have to, as a woman, ask, what is the reason here? And majority of that reason is he has been unfulfilled. Am I excusing infidelity? Absolutely not. But you have to understand that you play a part as well. Because are you, while women expect for a man to fulfill all of their needs and desires, women do not have the expectation of, a man's needs and desires need to be filled according, fulfilled according to how that man desires them to be fulfilled. Women think cooking, cleaning, and having sex will keep a man fulfilled. But are you that man's peace? Are you that man's comforter? Are you his safe haven from the world when it's hard and cold? When he comes home and he's having a hard time, can he come home to a peaceful environment? Are you, are you loving him in his love language? Are you truly doing that, or are you so focused on making money, working a full-time job to pay these bills and take care of these kids? Because let's face the majority of these modern women, they're not getting married because they want to be wives. They're getting married because they want to have kids. So now 
their husbands are neglected because they're so focused on the children. And FYI, ladies, your children are, should not be number one in your marriage. Your husband should not come second to kids that he procreated. And then when they become adults, they're going to leave home. And then now you got to figure out how to make your marriage work. Now you got to figure out how to be married because during your entire marriage, you were only focused on being, being a mother. Uh, marriage should not be used as a way to uh, escape, escape, the, escape the stigma of being a baby mama. And men are waking up and they're seeing that and they're noticing that, that women are trying to use marriage as a way to escape the stigma of being a baby mama. So they're like, nah, what do you bring? What are you bringing to the table? What more do you have to offer me? And when, as you can see, women get frustrated. They start gaslighting. They start trying to shame because that's not what I was doing. I really truly wanted to know what she was taught as a, what she taught to be a wife. And did she have a conversation with her ex-husband as to why he cheated and what she could do to be to to make sure that he is fulfilled? And women erroneously think that because you're cooking, you're cleaning, and you have sex with him every now and again, that that man is fulfilled. No, you need to ask your husband, what do you need to make sure that he is happy within the marriage and he is fulfilled and stop assuming? And then if you're doing all of that, if you're having these conversations and he just, he chooses to still cheat, then that leads me to believe that you got with a cheater. You knew you had a cheater, but you thought because marriage and love that he was going to change, which you cannot play now cry, cry tears and play the victim. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Well, I will say this before I open the next caller, that women know what men they get into in a relationship. It doesn't take months or years. They could tell by a man's actions what he is and what he's going to be on the average. Leticia. So I will have to agree on you with that one. You get me? And let's be honest, mm -hmm. ladies, because we live in a very uncertain um, environment, and a lot of people are engaged in poly relationships. Some men, and I hear women are doing it now, too. If you remember like from the previous um, stream you and me were on, on my channel, when I told you of a story of one woman believes that women should not be monogamous, that women are always polyamorous more than men. I look at that as some very weird and ill-sick mentality from this particular woman. And I'm not going to say her name because, you know, no attention should be given to her. But it's it makes sense why she would say something like that. Because, let's be honest, um, she procreated with a man that already had four or five kids. By, I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, by four or five different baby mamas. So that will make sense. That makes perfect sense you would think like that. So it makes sense what man you think you're going to get. Your best bet is getting a sucker at your mid-late 30s if you think of marriage. And let's be honest, Letitia, the way how this farm is going, how... We look at ourselves as men and women, especially black women, and the possibilities is very slim. Very slim. Mm -hmm. that's, why, that's why I don't push interracialism. I don't talk about much on my channel because I know these, these groups of people, 
they're not going to save black people. They, they will amalgamate you into the system, but they're only going to select a very few. While the rest of them are going to still procreate if they can, or, you know, they're just going to wait till they're, like, late age and they can't have babies. That's how this works. Yeah. I'm part yeah. of a large matchmaking community. We, there, we have social media groups, okay? Mm-hmm. We, as black matchmakers, had to start our own group to where we could cross-market our, or, you know, cross-market our services and our clients and our database members because we felt like uh, we were being overshadowed by the non-black matchmakers. Now, majority mm-hmm. of the matchmaking industry is made up of non-black people. So mostly, most of the matchmakers are white. Majority of the matchmakers are women. Um, majority of the clients are white women. Um, wow. When you do happen to get, when they do happen to have clients who are non-black, uh, I've yet to see, it's very, very rare that you will see that they're interested in interracial dating. Okay. It is very, very rare. And if they are, black women are usually not listed. And I'm just going to be honest with you, ladies. If y'all mm. think that you can, some can date out, but that will take a very spe- specific man. Not all non-black men are into black women that is a very 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 small group of men who are um but if you think that you're going to be able to date out i would think twice this is why it's important that you make sure that you understand what black men desire and let's face it for the most part a lot of white men are beta at their core and at their nature so you're not even going to be happy there. You're saying you don't even you want a masculine man who's willing to lead and capable of leading, um, but then you're going to go get a beta white man. If you look at the interracial dynamics of celebrities, a majority of those black women who end up with white men are betas. Those are very, very masculine women, women who are operating in their masculine energy. You look at the, the lady who played from Slim and Queen, whatever that movie is called, she ended up proposing to her uh, her fiance, right? The white Joshua husband? was whatever his name is. Oh, that's the um, one they were talking about lately. About she proposed. Yeah. She wanted yeah. him to get married. Wow. Yeah, she she proposed to him. Um, wow. When you look at Serena Williams and her husband, um, her husband is Beta. So when you look at uh, Gab Gabby. Sidibe, whatever her name is, the girl from Empire, the real big girl, look at her dude, Beta. When you look at Lonnie Love, her guy, Beta, right? When you look at the first husband of Jeannie Mai, Beta. Mm. So it's weird and ironic on one hand that women are saying, well, we can't find black men who's leading us, who's capable of leading us, but then you go and get Beta white men. Or think you could get white men, and then you end up with beta. Um, so then it asks, it makes me ask the question: Is it that y'all really haven't? You can't find a man who is capable of leading, or is it that he's not going to lead according to how you want him to lead? 
that's why you end up with beta white men because they where they will let you do that. They will have no problem getting into a relationship where there's a semblance of he's the man of the house, he's the head of household, but yet he's only leading according to how his wife wants things to be done or how the wife wants things to go. Matter so, fact, but I, I'm I'm tell y'all the the interracial. All these people are pushing this interracial love. I have no problem when people love who they love. That's fine, but a mm-hmm. lot of you are not going to be so lucky. I'm not gonna say be so lucky. A lot of you are not going to end up in that dynamic. A lot of you are going to end up alone and with a cat or a dog. Oh God! I wish I had the cat. And don't forget, and it's so laughable. It's so funny. I mean, listen, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. But if they push this on you, black women, besides they push the man, you know, the man a little bit easier, and I don't like waste time no more after it. But when they push it on y'all, they give you a delusion. And I have to agree with you, Letitia. Majority of men that they pick on, they're pretty much beta. But once they get real red pill, like that real red pill, whew, it's not a good sign. It's not a good sign. Matter of fact, I think most women are afraid of that type of caucasoid that will be, you know, aggressive and not only put them in a place, but, you know. Yeah, yeah no, put them in a, I, They are afraid of that. They're afraid of that. Why? Because they know that they don't have the the emotional maturity um, that, they, that they no longer will have control over the dynamic. This is why when you see a, a much older woman dating a much younger man, it's because she wants control in a relationship, especially a woman of a certain age, your cougars, or whatever. It's because she wants control and dominance of that man. This is why mm-hmm. older men prefer younger women because they want control over the relationship. I'm not saying that's a bad thing because if a man enjoys being in the role of beta and he enjoys allowing a woman to lead, more power to him. Um, mm-hmm. So, but the person who sees themselves as the mature and the authority is going to get someone who is capable of submitting. So you have masculine uh, women who are very dominant and controlling. And I had a woman who I had to coach and come to understand because she said, Letitia, I keep finding, I keep attracting the men that I don't want. I want a man who can lead this and that. And she was like, you know, I'm a strong woman. I'm independent. I want things this way and I want things that, that way. And I'm like, wait, you, you're a strong, independent woman. You want things done your way. How can you expect a man to lead and be in, be in charge? And I said, to me, it sounds like you just want him to be in charge in the bedroom and you want him to blow your back out. I said, mm-hmm. that's easy to find. She's like, no, no, I really want him to lead. I want to be capable. And I'm like, but two very masculine energies or what we would call alpha personalities cannot coexist in a relationship together. This is why alpha men, while it seems on paper their perfect counterpart would be an alpha woman, they don't choose alpha women because alpha women are not submissive and are not cooperative like those who are not. 
So when you have a woman who is alpha, her best counterpart is a beta. And so she's like, well, what am I going to do? I said, well, you either learn to be more cooperative and feminine and submissive, or you get with beta men. She was like, well, no, I can't, I, I can't be, I can't be cooperative. I'm not being submissive. I'm not submitting to no man. I have to be the one in control. I'm not giving no control. And I said, well, then you're going to have to get a beta man. What's wrong with you being with a man who is going to allow you to, to have control in a relationship that's going to be, that's going to allow you to be the leading force in a relationship? And she was like, well, I didn't know I had a choice. I didn't know that I, it was okay for me to be with such a man because society says women have to have masculine men who, who are capable of leading regardless. No, if you're a woman who you can't submit, you don't like the word submission, you don't like the act of submission, you think cooperation is something that's for old times, those are old values, it's modern times, you're, where you believe you're equal to men, then, yeah, you should be okay with being with your true counterpart, which is a beta male. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's why relationship dynamics are not about what you want. It's about what you qualify for, what works best for you. Masculine and feminine energy work well together, and that's regardless of gender. You cannot have masculine and masculine and feminine and feminine together. It's not going to work. The two masculine energies are going to butt heads, and the two feminine energies, nothing's going to get done. They're going to so repel, actually. Yes. It's, it's like the scientific of magnets, the purpose of a magnet, north and south poles. If we got two north poles, what happens? They repel. Two south poles repel. But once you have a north and south, they clinch. That's how nature works. And that's how you have to look at in relationships, people. There cannot be one of the same. That's ludicrous. That's insanity. So if you're a woman that's in your masculine, you're going to be looking for a homosexual, effeminized male. There's no in-between. And I'm going to say this personally, because I know there are a few female consecrators that talk about this. When I hear them talk, I could tell off the bat they are in their masculine energy. End the story. Because the way hell you you create a rhetoric for God knows so long, and you talking about you looking for males that to take the place the rightful place because you nurture a lot of these boys to be homosexuals and effeminized boys. And I'm gonna say this since gonna hurt a lot of people. I've concluded that the black community don't give a crap about homosexuality. They don't give a crap to a point unless it really bothers the opposite sex. Why well, I mean, if someone's talking about the community and talking about your shortcomings and telling you how you could get better, and you are going to say, well, we're not going to listen because you're this and that, I say, wait, hold on. Now you care about homosexuality? That's why I see a lot of women have homosexual friends because it's that other presence to have what I like to call, Letitia, male attention. But it's really effeminized male attention at the end. It's not real male attention. So, anyway. Someone else raised their hand. Let me open this line. All right. Anonymous, I open your line. Who's this? Hey, hey, what's up, Chaos? This is Ken. Can you hear me okay? I hear you good now. Um, Hey, bro. Go ahead. And um, uh, uh, hello to the caller. I'm sorry, I forgot your name, sister. Um, I've been listening to you. I'm 
Uh, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I've, I've been listening for the last, maybe the last 45 minutes. I'm already a big fan. <laughs> so, um, but I have a question. You kind of, you guys kind of touched on it, but um, my question um, is in regard to the modern woman and chivalry. And, you know, I think you guys were kind of talking about, like, the yin and yang and how, you know, like chaos, you were talking about how, you know, um, you can't have two of the same thing. They repel each other. Um, and you kind of see that in, in, all, in all walks of life, even when you have, uh, uh, well, I'm not going to go that far. But, but my, my question, again, is with regards to um, chivalry and the modern women. Um, do you think modern women want chivalry or um, – or what? I mean, that's, that's really my question. Do, do they want chivalry? And if, I guess if they do, does that make them a modern woman, you know, so to speak? So that's my question. Yes. They still want chivalry, but, the, but what they need to understand is chivalry is for those who espouse traditional values, people who believe in old-fashioned. You can't just say, oh, I'm, I'm old school because you want the perks of that value system. No, you either you either embody that value system completely or you don't. And this is why another reason why modern women have a problem because they want the perks of traditional values while still trying to do do what they want to do and do themselves. So while they want it, do they deserve it? No, they do not. Yeah, because um, okay, cool, and then, and then um, one last thing um, is I guess it's more of a comment, um, and then I'll, I'll back out. But uh, um, you know, with the sister that called in earlier, and um, you know, it sounds like based on on you know her relationship that it was cool. I mean, they worked together and everything like that. And then she said, well, you know, they have that that you know one issue, which she said was a big issue for her. But <clears throat> you know, again, I mean, <laughs> she like she she's not really for traditional values. Right until so long as traditional values don't fall, don't don't clash with against her, you know. I mean, uh, uh, and I, I guess to me, talk as a, as a man, um, that ne- I could never understand that concept. You know, you you talk like you want to be independent, you don't want this, you don't want that, or whatever. Okay, well then, when you get that from a man, why are you shocked? You know, I mean, people know me on here. They they know that they they know some of the stuff I say, and, and that I always maintain. Let me get on some of these dudes on here. You know, I mean, but ladies, why why are you shocked? If you want the tradition, you got to get it all the way around. You can't pick and choose. So that's all I gotta say. Um, I'm I'm listening in. Thanks, thanks, Kyle, for taking my call. Okay, thank you, thank you, Kenneth. Thank you. Oh, that was a good question. Um, that was, and that's that's the that's the other aspect that that men are seeing as well, and that they're starting to reject is that modern women think this is what I mean when I say they they want it all. They think that they can say I'm independent. I don't really need a man. Um, I may I'm I can make it without a man, which is understandable because a lot of women are making all money and making you know progress into uh, handling everything their own. In today's world, in today's society, women do not really need men to take care of them financially. We're very capable of making our own money. However, when you get to having that mindset of saying, I don't need you, um, 
and then you don't agree with gender roles. Because when it comes to paying for dates, pulling out chairs, open doors, all that romantic stuff, that's, that's essentially in gender roles. That's not about a man's personality or his character. That's about gender roles. Chivalry is based in gender roles, which means the man is, to hold, is, to, is supposed to hold the woman in the highest esteem and regard just because she's a woman. And so they do things and move in a certain way because they're women. Women are the fair and weaker sex. But in today's society, modern women don't believe they're the fair nor weaker sex. So why do you want this principle and this practice, which is based in something that you wholeheartedly disagree with and reject, which is gender roles, which is the fact that uh, men play their part and women play their part, but you're up here wanting to play both a man's and a woman's part and want men to respect you in that regard, but yet you're expecting him to treat you in a way just because you're a woman. It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. It, at that point, you're a narcissist. While women love calling out men for being narcissistic, when you have that double-minded, uh, that double-minded thought process, that makes you narcissistic, narcissistic and selfish. And you know, I always hear from a lot of women that they they think and believe that women cannot be narcissists. They think narcissism is really a male trait. And I have to totally disagree to a lot of women that think like that. And I talked to D. Darrell about this, and he knows that it's a mental disorder all across the board. And there's a definition for narcissist, which I'm not going to pull up right now. But when I hear of any group, male or female, especially women, they talk about men are narcissistic, I got to look at them hard with a side eye and say, okay, let me see how narcissistic you are. Because... You can't sit there and say that it's only a male thing and you don't put yourself in that same boat as a woman. Now you sound really crazy. But a lot of women don't think like that because, let's be honest, women think they're perfect. That there's no need for improvement, no need to change, no need to really, hell, compete for a man. So, you know, they, they have life easy. Um, one, one guy wrote in the comment section said, question, do beta males have longevity in marriage? I don't know if you want to answer that. If they're with a alpha woman, yes, they do. If they're with a woman who is not, who does not have that, who does not have that alpha personality and alpha mentality, and I'm not, and let let me let me back up. I don't mean alpha as in I got my own bag and I'm chasing a bag and this and that because. That doesn't make you an alpha woman. Um, those women have no desire to lead, per se. Alpha women have no issue with being leaders in their relationships. They have no problem with switching up the roles, the gender roles, to where now they're operating mostly in the role that was predominantly for men, which is being financial providers, which is making all the decisions which is taking on the responsibility and accountability for the relationship and the people up under them. That's an alpha woman right there. Not just an alpha woman who, not just a woman who doesn't want to, who's afraid that she's going to be abused or taken advantage of men. And so she has to be independent and have her own. That doesn't make you an alpha woman. That just makes you a woman who is narcissistic, 
a woman who, who may be narcissistic, a woman who is operating in fear or dealing with some type of trauma. But beta men who get with true alpha women can have longevity in their marriages. All right, I hope that answers your question, bro. Um, let me call, give the call number one more time. The call number for tonight's show is 712-770-4160. The access code is 917-324-POUND. I repeat, 712-770-4160. The access code is 917-324-POUND. Tonight's subject, Chaos Rain presents, what is the future for the modern woman in the 21st century? Now, the next call that opens up, let me see what this is. Caller, open line, who's this? Uh, it, I'm, uh, it's Big J here. You're, you're, you're a nemesis, uh, Gary. I, I, I got I to ask a question now. I got I to ask a question now. So, so I'm going to ask the lady this. Who, who am I speaking to, ma'am? My name is Letitia. Oh, you, you, have, you have a, a beautiful voice. Man, I'm just telling you right now. Oh, uh, well, Madam uh, Letitia, <clears throat> do you think though the reason why some some women, I said some women are not inclined to be uh, uh, honoring chivalry, is because some of the mindset that men have, uh, you know, because cause some people want to, uh, uh, how can I say it? They're trying to fit a a, a, a a an 18th century round uh, uh, a 21st century peg in a 18th century 17th century uh, peg uh, a square hole. So the way I'm saying is, uh, you know, I, I think though some men don't deserve to be honored because see, some men they just don't they you know if you if you listen to certain certain common conversations like you hear conversations like. The black woman won't let us lead. Well, you know, if you go around saying that, you really don't deserve. You really don't. You really don't deserve to be honored because if you're if you're on online all day talking about relationships and you can't get no pussy, well, I don't think I don't think the woman should. I think it's it's in her very right to ignore guys who complain about women all day or about relationships all day. Day in, day out. Would you agree with that, ma'am? Okay. Um, so the conversation is about modern women, and um, their how how are <laughs> the conversation is about modern women? Um, while I'm trying to figure out how to formulate this, um, to deflect to men. Yeah. Because the conversation isn't about whether or not there are men out here who aren't capable of chivalry or there are low-value uh, men or men who are constantly complaining about not being allowed to lead. Um, because it's just it's very easy. You can avoid such men. You don't have to give such men the time of day. I certainly don't. Um, when the conversation is about men and when I do hear that, I wholeheartedly reject those men. Because I'm an equal opportunist, men can get it too, and I will tell them: um, if you are looking for a woman to give you permission to lead, then you are you've shown me that you are incapable of leadership. 
because you either have it or you don't. You are either a leader or you aren't. And being a man with a penis and a scrotum does not automatically make you a leader. Leaders delegate. Leaders take responsibility. They hold themselves accountable, and they use what they use wisdom and sound judgment when it comes to making decisions. So, if a man cannot embody those 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 aspects of leadership, then he is not a leader. If a man is walking around saying um, women won't let us lead, you've already shown that you're incapable of leadership because you are going to be who you are. You don't need anyone's permission to be who you are. Just like I don't need a man's permission to be a woman, I don't need a man to allow me to be a woman. I'm going to be a woman regardless. And if I come across a man who cannot appreciate my femininity and appreciate my love for myself and love being a woman, and he wants me to start acting like a man, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deal with him. I'm not gonna give him the time of day. So I don't need his permission. So men need to stop and stop saying that and say, women won't allow us to leave. You don't need anyone's permission. And so women like me will wholeheartedly reject you, and that's the problem that they have is because they don't qualify for the women that they want. So now they have to stick with the options that they have, which those options are giving them a difficult time, which is uncooperative. The option they have is uncooperative women. Okay. Granted, granted, Mm -hmm. I I, I totally agree with you. So so let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. uh, are you are you currently in a relationship, or are you seeing anybody, or you know, I mean, with somebody with night forces that you have? I'm just saying. May I ask why you're asking me that question? Like, what relevance does that have? Well, I mean, I mean, if, 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 if the topic's about modern women and we're talking about relationships, I don't know, you know, black black YouTube love talk about relationships and nothing but relationships all the time. It's so fit, fit, and fixated relationship talk. I, I, I just, I just, I, I'm just, I'm just, just want to know what, what, where are you coming at? What, what, um, what approach are you coming at? Are you coming at it from a woman who's happily in, in a relationship? Are you coming in uh, uh, in a in a relationship uh, from from acting of a woman who who is single now, but then had been in a relationship? That's that, that's where I'm coming from, ma'am. Okay, that's understandable. I'm coming from it from a professional perspective, considering I'm a certified professional certified matchmaker and dating specialist and strategist. Okay. So uh, I'm what you would consider a dating expert. Okay, okay, good, good, good. So so let me ask you something. Let me ask you another question. So so is it so is it hard for is is it harder for women to to attain or is it the men that have a hard time to attain what they what they're looking for in the terms of what what they're well, looking for? Well, it depends. Women have it easier to obtain what they desire when they're at their peak sexual market value, and that means when they're in their youth, their prime, which is in her twenties, and her uh, prime fertility. That's when women can obtain what they desire. Um, they have it the easiest because men aren't as established, especially black men. They're not as established in their 20s and their early 30s. But after the age of 35 and 38, that starts to change. 
black men for the most part do tend to get look better as they get older if they're taking care of themselves men they start to walk in their purpose and and start achieving their goals or have achieved their goals to an extent um so it's reversed so as men get older um they have an easier they have it's much more easier for them to achieve what they desire as far as mate selection than it is for women so 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 uh so uh so what about the the ag the economic status have you is there any way that you gauge the economic status of of the men and women and where they're and, and where in which 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 ag is it somebody in the lower class or the middle class to have an easier time or or worse time which which when it comes to economic class which one has the easier time which one has the hard time uh with 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 is it the women or the men or vice versa and both of groups can can you have you ever done that now i wouldn't say it's economic socioeconomic class i would say it's value system when you look at modern people who have modern values um it's going to be difficult for them across the board because everyone has a different idea of what a relationship dynamic looks to them and everybody, all of them um, have different goals and different agendas. When it comes to traditional marriages, people espouse traditional values, it's a lot much easier because they have a one goal and they have a common goal. Um, whereas in tradition, with traditional values, that common goal is family. Family is at the forefront of that dynamic. So the man understands that in order to have a family, he has to be a producer. And the woman understands in order to have a, uh, a family, she has to be married. So therefore, she has to be a wife just to qualify as a wife because those men only marry women who exhibit wife qualities. Um, when it comes to people who espouse modern values, marriage may not be in play at all. Um, women feel like they don't need men, whereas when it comes to traditional values, women do feel and understand that they need men. And so their goal is to get a man, whereas modern women, that's not their goal. Their goal is to focus on their own lives, focus on their careers, their professions, their education, and if they want children, they're children. Modern men, their, their goal is to focus on making money, whether it's for themselves, their own pursuit, to live their best life, or is it to attract top-tier women or the women that they desire. But there is no real focus on family. Family becomes a byproduct of the relationship, whereas with traditional values, family is always the goal. Oh, 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 man, I, I understand where you come from. Thank you, though, man. Um, okay. I hope okay. okay. that clears everything up, Big J. You know, there was no fighting, no back and forth. I know you like to push the needle, push, you know, the issue, the bird from the topic at hand. I respect well, that. Well, well, at, at time, nonetheless, you know, you are very unpredictable, Big J. What were you about to say? Well, well, sometimes, sometimes it takes a sweet voice on the radio you know, you know, you know. Sometimes sweet music calm, calms the calms the beat. So you know, you have to, you know, you know, you know, and she she is right. 
she's talking like a traditional woman. And, you know, sometimes a woman, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of I don't know if y'all, you know, none, none of y'all on here are Christians, so it's kind of like um, the wife of David. I don't know if you, you, know, you read the Bible. Wait, I'm a, you know, I'm a Christian. I'm sorry. I'm a Christian. Okay, okay, okay. So you remember, I don't know if you ever heard of David's wife, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the other wife he Which had. One? Uh, the one that she was, she was married to, uh, uh, um, trying trying to remember her uh, the, the guy's name. Not 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 the guy though he had killed. I'm talking the other husband. She he had, you know, he died. He took. But anyway, things like so. As person as a masculine energy is very uh, uh, uh let's say uh, coarse. It sometimes it takes a soft feminine voice to smooth out that. The edge is off, you know. The humanized man, and and you know, you know. Sometimes it takes takes that instead of this raw, 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 uh, men ain't shit and raw, 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 raw. I mean, you know, you know that that's what people, women like, <coughs> Miss Lady, <coughs> need 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 to understand about that. So, um, you know, I I I, I think though, you know, which which, which you know. If, if, if a lot more women talk a little bit more softly, I think a, a lot of men uh, would will be more. I wouldn't say I want to sound like a sexist, but uh, you know, I think though they would be more, you know, uh, more open to listening. Is what I'm saying. You know, just saying. But anyway, and then this also, I mean, but this goes into the double mindedness of double mindedness of modern men. You want soft feminine women, but you don't provide that space for them. A woman can only become soft and feminine and cooperative and submissive when she's able to rest in her femininity. How do women rest in her femininity? They're not productive. They're not out in the labor force um, trying to work 40-plus hours per week trying to put food on the table and a roof over their children's heads. So when a man comes to a woman and says, I want you to be cooperative, submissive, soft, and feminine to calm the wild beast inside of me, you have to be prepared to uh, prepare a place for that, a safe space for that. Because I right, right. soft and feminine if I had to focus so much on working. Like, I would have to split myself. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Um, if I had a man who didn't cherish me, who didn't um, understand my needs as a woman, then that's when you get women who are not soft. They have to be hard. I mean, look at the inner cities, right? I grew up in, in the inner city. I grew up in a very tough neighborhood. Those women have no choice in most of these places but to be hard because being soft um, is, is deemed as being weak as deemed as being easily manipulated, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of modern women, a lot of modern men, while they say they want soft women, they don't even understand what that entails or what that looks like. They just what they they just want a woman who is not going to be disagreeable to them. But they don't want a woman who is going to be emotional because, yes, I cry a lot. <laughs> I get I, I cry a lot. If you talk to me a certain way, yeah, I'm gonna have tears coming down my eyes. If you treat me if you're not treating me right, yes, I'm going to put on a sad face because I'm not feeling loved or cherished in that moment. Um 
So I think men, I think modern men need to understand that in order to get a soft, submissive woman, you need to understand what that enti- what that entails, and you all, you need to provide a space for her to be able to be that way. And if she's okay. providing fifty percent, well, well, can I? Well, well can, you, know, you know, I'm assuming you're African American, and I'm African American. I'm assuming you're African American. Well, well, let me ask you something. So, are are you saying black? Or, and, 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 and and let me say this in those: Are are we? Or is the conversation is 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 black women and y'all? And, you know, and your are have never been uh, shown, never been soft. Is that is is, is that what? Is that what, what what this conversation leading to, or or anybody addressed that addressed this part already? Well, how can a woman be soft if she's never shown that? In order for a woman to be shown soft, feminine attributes, there has to be balance in the home. And in order for there to be balance, there has to be a mother and a father. And right, right. And I, and I understand that, and, and, and I I fully understand that. But 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 it seems though when, when it comes to so the black so social media, we like to overly romanticize the 1950s, overly romanticize the past and missing out crucial de- details on what was reality during that time. You know, um, the idea of there was a two-parent household, but yet though, you know, but, 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 but some people need to understand that, well, a person in 1950s, 1940s America, in black America, that woman was working too. So, so everybody, everybody think, think everything. You know, the the, the black nuclear family back then was closest to leave it to Beaver. Yeah. You know, trying yeah, to make it out to the leave it to Beaver aspect. Yeah, but those women weren't breadwinners, and they weren't carrying their households. They were contributing to the households, but they weren't carrying them, and they weren't um, sitting there working as hard as the man was to make sure the bills are paid. When you look at black women back then working, they still were in positions that allowed them to rest in their femininity. They were working as maids, cooks, uh, nurses, teachers, um, and taking care of other people's children. Now you have women who are in construction. You have women who are police officers, Mm -hmm. firefighters, in the military. They're working in steel mills. so when you they're working yeah working in factories on production lines, um, when you have to deal with hardcore labor like that, and you're in a male dominated field, you have to build up a sort of women feel that they have to build up this toughness in order to protect themselves, because there's this fear in society that says that soft women are taken advantage of when that's not true. Um, because there is a power in being feminine. Um, we, we're not easily taken advantage of. We have a steel, a, a core that's undergirded in steel. Um, but when you're in those very masculine and laborious positions, right, You it, it starts to secrete certain um, hormones to allow you, and then not only does it decrease our hormones, but even your mindset, your thought process. In order to be in those fields, engineering, math, you have to use a lot of critical thinking skills. You have to use a lot of logic, more so than your emotions. And so when women start to operate more in logic than in emotions, 
you start to develop this masculine energy more so because it takes a lot of masculine energy to be in a male dominant field that way. That's why men can, men can work 60 to 70 hours a day and, and be rejuvenated and energized. Whereas if a man is now out producing and being productive and he's not bringing home the bacon, most men feel like a failure. But if you're working mm. hard and you're successful, you're going to feel it's going to be rejuvenating for you. Whereas when a woman works 60, 70 hours, she's tired. She is tired. She's dog tired. She does not feel rejuvenated. And so when she gets home, she's tired, she's cranky, and all she wants to do is just relax. Because relaxing gets her back to being soft and feeling like a woman again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm asking you something. Big J, last question. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I, it, it may not be none of my business, and, and, and forgive me if I'm being, um, uh, if I'm prying, but uh, what what age group mm, are you are you in? Are you are you um, under forty? Over thirty, are you under fifty? Because you know, because I think sometimes, you know, people don't. Um, some some of these dating coaches, dating psychologists, they're they're only looking at things from from their own generation when the dating world has changed uh, every ten ten years or ten years or so. So I just want to know what age range you are in. Are you Generation Y or Generation uh, X? Are you a, a you know you know a boomer? I, uh, you know can can you please uh, without saying too much? What, which which generation are you a part of now? This is this is why modern people are gonna have it so difficult. This is why y'all modern. I'm not saying y'all because as in you, but modern people are struggling in the dating in the dating world because they keep focusing on how much the times have changed and they're trying to keep up with the changing times, whereas traditional people just accept the traditions and the roles of that value system. It has not changed that men are the breadwinners, that women are the submissive counterpart, that men are the head of households, women are the weaker vessels, that men are the producers, women are the receivers. Women gladly accept that. And men gladly accept that, that men are the ones who bring home the bacon and the women cook it, fry it up, and serve it on a plate. Women take on responsibility of the children and the domestic, take care of the home and their husband, uh, while men are focused on making money and taking care of the family financially and emotionally um, and spiritually covering them in that manner. But so, so when people say, well, you know, dating coaches and whatnot, they look at it as they don't understand the changing times. The time, I'm, I saw I, I traditional values, so the times didn't change for me. doesn't matter what, what age, um, what generation I'm in. It has not changed for me. Um, modern people, it changes, and so you're trying to keep up. But when I look at relationships and when I coach people and when I give advice, I'm not basing it on um, age. I completely understand there's a difference between modern values and traditional values. 
I understand it. This is why I tell women, you have to keep up with the time. So me as a dating coach, I don't have the problem with time and, and age. And I understand a lot of others do. I tell mm-hmm. women, you are now at a time where if you're modern, chivalry is dead for you. You cannot expect chivalry from, from a modern man. You cannot expect it from a traditional man. What you can do is to get what you want. And what you want is you want to be married, okay, start asking men for dates. Start hitting those DMs. Start shooting your shot. You don't get to sit back just because you're a woman. Start paying for dates. You can buy buy a man a ring and ask him to marry you because those are the times we live in. If you want to talk about equality, that's fully embodying equality. You can't say women and men are equal and should be equal if you're not willing to embody equality as a whole. So, yes, when modern women come to me and say, well, I don't like that this guy is expecting for me to chase him or to pursue him. And I'm like, well, why not? You like him, don't you? If you like him, then ask him out on a date. Pay for it. That's going to set you apart from any other, from most other modern women, because most modern women, they want to be chivalrous. They, they want chivalry. They want a man to treat them like olden days. Whereas the men have now come to understand and accept that, okay, we're in modern times. We've given that because most men, especially black men at their core, they desire to be traditional. But because of the times that we live in, that's not possible. Women have wholeheartedly rejected that, especially in the latter part of millennial and Generation Z and going forward. They have wholeheartedly rejected that. So the men said, okay, fine, we're getting on board with that. We're going to give you what you want. But you know what? Gone are the days that we're going to be like our, grandf- our fathers and our grandfathers. We're not no longer going to treat you special and put you on a pedestal just because you're a woman. Now we see you as our equal. So we expect for you to do what we're doing. We expect for you to take on the roles and responsibilities that we take on since you consider, since you think we're equal. I mean, y'all out there making all this bread. Why can't y'all pay for dates? Why can't, why do I have to take on all the finance? Why can't you pay some of these bills? Why do I have to take on the full financial responsibility? And that doesn't make a man less than a man that he is saying that. It's just he simply fully embraced equality like women have desired for men to do. So it has really nothing to do with my age. It has everything to do with the fact that you have people, and I say people who have modern views and modern values, who they, they say they want to get with the times, but they really don't want to get with the times, or they say, um, you know, everything is different, people are different, times have changed. Yes, they have. And now it's a new game out here. And unfortunately, to get back to the title of the room, because chaos, I have to leave in like 10 minutes. Um, when, I look, when I look at the future five to 10 years from now, I don't see people who espouse modern values, I don't see them getting married for the most part. Marriages, marriage rates are going to drop. And unfortunately, majority of people in the United States fall under modern where they will develop a contemporary style marriage. Those marriage rates are going to drop. So dating is going to get so much harder for people who fall in that category because nobody, nobody really knows, truly knows what they want. They think they want what they think they know what they want. They think they know themselves, but it's like everyone's trying to just 
throw something at the wall and see what sticks because now you have so many different things, so many different dynamics. Look at the LGBTQ community. I call them the alphabet people. Why? Because I can't keep up with all them letters. Now you've got the pronoun thing coming into it. And I'm not speaking against uh, the LGBTQ community, but I'm like, everything is so different now and it's so chaotic and it's, it's just so convoluted. And it's like, you know how much energy and that you have to expound in order to keep up on all that stuff. So now I'm going to stay in my lane with the traditional, but I can help people who are modern because I, I'm smart enough and intelligent enough. I'm a student of human behavior where I can help you navigate the dating process based on your modern values. And no, I'm not going to take my traditional values and just oppose them onto modern people. So I know I didn't quite answer your question, but I wanted to give you an idea of where I was coming from. Well, you know, you don't have to answer that question because, let's be honest, and thank you, Big J, for calling in. Please, I advise, bro, do not take no lotion and whack off during the replay of the show, please, because you got a little time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, no, I got to say that because, you know, the first time I hear Big J saying, oh, what a soft voice. Because, listen, Jay, I find very much soft and attractive women. I don't know how I do it, but I just do it, bro, because I'm I'm just that talented. Listen, when the world's in disorder and there's chaos, I'm here to restore the order in which the world you live in today. So thank you later, please. Thank you. Now, one or two questions left, because I, I want to conclude this anyway, because we are gone very long, and this is going to be very good for the playback, for those that's going to catch it, hopefully. Um, oh, are you familiar with um, one particular celebrity, a woman, I don't know if her name was Claudia, I forgot her name was again, but she said she was going to retire her husband because her husband did not want to work. Do you remember that, Letitia? Tabitha Brown, yes, I remember yes. that. Now, my thing is this, cause I know a lot of women gave pushback to that, but my thing is that this is what you nurse. When a male of that age is complaining about doing man stuff, and working hours and hours, which men should have no problem working 40 or even greater, depending on his age. And you are, as a woman, that probably make more than him, and you're going to retire. You are in your masculinity, sweetie. Sorry. And he's in his Yeah. Life is, life is hard, you know. You should be able to provide a soft space for your, your man, your husband to come home and complain about what's going on at the job and he's tired because you're going to be tired. You're not cute. You're not superhumans, right? Um, but what she did erroneously was she forced him off because he didn't want to quit. She just basically, it, I think she manipulated him and forced him to retire um, and then if you, I don't know, you know who Tanya TKO is. She had did a show where she played uh, clips of this, that, of Tabitha Brown. She played that, clips that. of Tabitha Brown, essentially talking to her husband like he was her son, like he was a child. Uh, so that leads me to believe that she's in her masculine and he's in her in his feminine in that marriage but it seems like it's a role that he resents a little because that's why he got a job as a police officer that's a very masculine male dominated job right 
And he worked yeah. that job. Of all the jobs he did before, he worked that job over a decade. And he was only a few years from retiring. Um, it may, probably made him feel more of a masculine man to be in that position because his wife is so dominating. And she's making it seem for it's just so, but you know what? This, this is why I say modern dynamics. Oh, y'all, oof, y'all give me a headache. <laughs> y'all give me a headache. Because well, this subject, because, what's to give you a headache? Because think about it. Talk about modern people, especially modern women. It should make the average woman or the, well, like the average woman have to really look at themselves in the mirror hard. But go ahead. It's just when you, it's like women ask for something, but they're not prepared for what they get. They want something so bad. Like, she wants to be a plus. She's looking for validation. She's looking for kudos. She wants to be seen as the savior of her husband, which is weird, right? For me as a traditional woman, it's weird. Most modern, a lot of modern women are, are going to applaud her. I've seen nothing but women applauding her, saying, yes, I will do that. They fail to realize wow. that the reason, yeah, why that. Y'all are, the reason why y'all are getting these hand-pecked beta male is because y'all are constantly in mommy mode. Mothers retire their sons. Mothers take care of their sons. Mothers want to see their children's dreams come true and foster and nurture their children's dreams. That's not the role and position of a wife. Mm -hmm. A mother will put herself in front of and above her children in order to make sure that their dreams come true. A wife stands beside her husband. So what Tabitha did and what a lot of you women are applauding is the fact that she's in mommy mode. And then what happens is, and Wendy Williams was not lying when she said she made a big mistake because what that man is going to be doing is he's going to resent her for it. Um, because he went from the position of breadwinner, taking care of his family financially, which more than likely he was probably proud to do because most men get satisfaction from being in that role. And then she just undermined him and undercut him. And because he's beta, he thought this would be a great move. I'm going to make my wife happy and this is going to make her happy. But what's going to, you got to look at what may come out of that dynamic because to me it doesn't seem like she's in a marriage where it's, it's truly balanced. They're both fighting for that leadership role. They're both fighting for dominance um, because she talks to him like he's a mother. And then a lot of women say, well, I wouldn't be this way if he wasn't this way. Well, but you don't have to choose such men. Why do you choose such men? You choose such men because you do want to be in control. But then that only lasts for so long before you start becoming exhausted and overworked. And now men ain't ish. I need a man who can lead. I need a man who is about something. When that's the type of man you should have been choosing from the very beginning, but because, again, you're narcissist, you're, you're narcissistic, and you're selfish, and you're suffering from some type of mental illness or mental health issue, low self-esteem, um, or delusions of grandeur, that you want to be in a relationship where you can have majority of the control. But then after, you know, you get with a man who is okay with that, then you start resenting him for it. So that's another reason why modern women are going to have issues because y'all truly don't know what y'all want. 
when you get what you want, you reject it. You end up resenting the men who will give you what you want, or you don't even choose those men outright. Um, so yeah. it's sad. Okay. It's a sad day, and it's sad to see what's coming down in five to ten years that mate selection amongst modern people who espouse modern values is going to be very, very low. Okay, okay. Let me see this one last call. Then uh, we're going to wrap this up. Caller, who's this? If this is a question, uh, this, uh, this is Big J. One more win. So uh, I, 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 I got a problem with, with what you just, with, with, with the lady just said. First of all, why should anybody take any advice from Wendy? All right. Now, Letitia Wright. Solutions. What solutions you would give? The modern woman now in this new century, in this first 20 years of the 21st century, what advice or solutions you can give to any woman 18 and over? Okay, so for modern women, my advice would be to embrace the fact that you're modern. Embrace the fact that these are the times that you live in and embrace the fact that men are no longer going to put you on a pedestal just because you're a woman. Your coochie is not good enough to secure a man and make a man want you. Men want tangible, modern men want tangibles and intangibles. And the sooner you accept that, the sooner your dating life would be. As soon as you get on board with truly embracing modern values and modern dating styles, your dating life would be so much more fruitful. Um, For women in general, if you desire marriage, you have to be, learn what that entails. You have to first uh, understand what it means to be a wife. Because if you're not a wife, men will not marry you, whether they're modern or traditional. Um, if you're just trying to use marriage as a way to become a mother without having the shame and stigma of being a baby mama to avoid that statistic, you're not, you're not likely to to succeed in marriage you're not likely to succeed in getting a ring and if you do happen to get a ring you're not going to succeed in having a a well-rounded marriage that's going to uh, weather all the storms and tribulations that's going to trials and tribulations that's going to come you know you might want that 20 30 40 50 year marriage but if you don't understand what it means to be a wife it's not going to happen so for all women who desire marriage Focus on and understand what it means to be a wife. Go to your mama. If your mom was a wife, ask her what that means. Ask your father what it means to be a wife. Ask, get around married people. Uh, have a social group of friends who are married so you can come to understand what marriage entails. Also, don't look at someone else's marriage as a way to model your marriage because marriage is what you make it if you're in a modern style, contemporary marriage. However, the mindset of a wife does not change regardless of the value system. So. All right. All right. Excellent. Excellent. And that is well said to wrap up this wonderful um, podcast slash live stream. Um, Anywhere people could find or book an appointment with you, Letitia Underwood? 
Okay, so if you are looking for one-on-one session, you can go to my website, which is www.twoheartsexclusive.com. That's two hearts, T-W-O-E-X-C-L-U-S-I-V-E. I'm sorry, T-W-O-H-E-A-R-T-S-E-X-C-L-U-S-I-V-E.com. Twoheartsexclusive.com. Click on the Date Specialist tab. And you can sign up for a one-on-one session. Um, if you are looking to sign up for my matchmaking database, make sure you read before you sign up. Read the information provided before you sign up. But you can click on Sign Up for Women. For men who are traditional and you're looking for a traditional women woman, I have very beautiful women who sign up for my database. I vet them to ensure that they understand uh, what it means to be married, what it means to be a wife, and that they are actually traditional, um, you can sign up for a consultation on my website. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And I'd like to thank you, Letitia Underwood, for doing this show again. You know, I told you I was going to have you back for another special session. And hell, if I'm around Clubhouse or anything that comes to mind, we could probably do this again soon, maybe for the end of the year. We'll see. We'll see, depending on what's out there, you know. Because like I said, relationships is work. And I think when it comes to men and women, especially women, I've, I know they don't feel the necessity of putting the necessary work to get the outcomes they desire. I'm not saying you're going to get a millionaire, but you can get somebody that will, you know, give you the comfort of life necessary for you woman to operate in your feminine as best as possible. And like always, ladies, um, 70% of women that's married are working. You get me? It's not a small percentage, but it's 50 feet. No, it's a high percentage that women do work while married. So if you're going to go this marriage route, know what you're getting into, and you have to work it out with your husband because your husband is the leader, and you have to be trusted in his leadership at all times. That's how things work. That's how things roll. And if you're a woman that, you think that has a problem with men or can't trust men in that position, then my advice, you need some serious counseling. And I know Letitia doesn't really have a counseling service. I don't think you do, right, Letitia? No, I just do coaching. Okay, so good. So she's not in the field of trying to get your head examined and checked. No, she's only in the, in the field of finding the right match, getting people married, and having babies. That's her role. You get me? Uh, the only thing I can see for most women in the future that one in four will get married, and I can see why down to one in five in the next five years coming, that if you don't get your shit in order, ladies, the only thing that's going to happen to you is you're going to have this, and you're going to have a cat. That I see in your future, and I see a lot of females um, having these pets as their significant um, either children or boyfriend. It's not a good look. Oh, another thing. Also, I see in the future is you will be turning um, a carpet muncher as well because I see that in the rise too, ladies. So like I said, Uh either you get it right or that's your only option. There's no in-between. You get me? So let me give Letitia Unright her round of applause. Thank you again, Letitia, for coming by 
for another great session. And I will look forward to this again soon. And, you know, I'll, I'm no stranger to Clubhouse, so I'll be listening. You get me? Okay. <laughs> you know, we always enjoy you when you come up on our stage. Yeah, I try. I try. I try to be. I try to be nice. You know. I know. <laughs> oh, and, and when you leave, um, say hi to um Miss Nicole Michelle for me. I know she's doing much good things. I will. Yes. All right. Take care now, and good night to you. You do the same. Good night. And I'd like to thank everybody for listening to today's stream. If you're new to Chaos Rain channel, please hit that red button and hit the top notification button. You know the top bell where it says ding. That you know when I do an upload or a live stream on my channel. Also, you can communicate, um, communicate me on Facebook. Add me as a friend on Facebook, and we could chop it up. Any ideas or show ideas or comments about previous shows, you can hit me up on there. You can also communicate me on Twitter as well. And like always, like every video I've done on Chaos Rain Channel YouTube, leave a comment on your thoughts and feelings. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. But other than that, thank you for listening for today's stream. Catch you on the next stream. Until next time, take care and good night. I'd like to give a thanks and shout out to Letitia Underwood, CEO of Two Hearts Matchmaking and Dating Advice. As a guest, as my um, subject of this show. And the links to follow her or to set up your consultation will be in the description of this video pot slash podcast. And like always, comment, subscribe, and like this video. You can now follow me on Twitter at ChaosRain7. And you can follow me on Facebook, Eric Rain on Facebook. Thank you for listening. Until next time, let it get us. Rain!